Right. I'm listening to Fuller Cinematic. Around because there's variants of this whole thing too. But yeah. anyway, yeah. long as it doesn't mess with my, and that's the thing. The one thing I'll say is during this whole um, COVID period, at least I've been able to stream and watch more things. And I'm going to tell you about another show I started tonight too that's kind of rough. But anyway. Um, all right. So we live? Yep. Okay. So fully cinematic with Rain and John. Uh, appreciate everybody joining. Hope you all are watching the, watching the show. And if you are, please make sure you click that subscribe, uh, like, share, make comments, but definitely subscribe. And, um, hit, the, and hit that notification bell. So yes, hit that way. Yes, absolutely. And that way you'll know when we can put some new stuff out there. So, right. so anyway, so back to another uh, discussion about our wonderful topic of movies and entertainment. Um, so uh, we just got through, for those movie buffs out there, we just got through having an interesting discussion that um, I think we want to finish here on the, on the show tonight is dealing with one of the uh, actors who's been around for a long time, most famous for Moonlighting, I think, as far as TVs. I think that's where he pretty much hit it big with Sybil Shepherd. Um, of course, we're talking about Bruce Willis. And the topic tonight was, or we, what we were discussing is uh, the longevity of his career and yet some of the movie films, movie choices that he's made. Because I just got through reading an article tonight that he had some of the worst movies <laughs> out there made. And, and I'm shocked because I haven't even heard of like 10 of the movies that they listed. I had not even heard of them. Um, I know Rand's a big fan of, correct me if I'm wrong, but you're obviously a big fan of, uh, I think, of Die Hard, which, um, how many were filmed from that series? They got four, five, five movies. They got five movies, but I only like the first four. Because I remember back when we first started the podcast, or started talking about movies, um, I wanted, that was one of my objectives, was to watch all of the Die Hard films, and I did. Because I remember, in fact, because I remember making notes about it. And um, the one that I saw at the theater, which I think you thought stomp, <laughs> I liked. I didn't think it was that bad. I can't remember if it was the fourth the, or fifth one. The one in Russia? That's the one I hate. I don't like it. Uh, God, I got to go back and look now and think. He, he um, goes to Russia with his son. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think that was – I like – yeah, I like that one. I thought yeah, it was pretty good. That's the only one I don't like. Um, so, but then we were talking about the other things that uh, – He's done, and what brought this up too is the fact that apparently he had the new film that was uh, a Chinese film that uh, was what did I say? Twenty eighteen is when it was made, and um, never got released, uh, and now they're putting it out on Hulu. Um, so, but they're already claiming it, saying it's a, not a very good film. Um, but you know, it's one of the things. Who knows? It's about. It's what did I say it was about? World War Two. With, um, and I mean, anything with a war movie, you know, you got to try it just to see, you know. Um, but um, I don't know. He, uh, it is interesting to see the kind of span he's done with his career because he's gone everywhere from comedy. Um, what's that one comedy movie he did with uh, a Meryl Streep? And he played the husband, and they had some magic potion to try that they could. Oh, Death Becomes Her. Death Becomes Her. Um, and I'm trying to remember the director who did that because he's a, he's a very big director. Um, Zemeckis. Isn't that his name? Um, he did the Polar Express. Robert Zemeckis. And that, and now you pronounce it? I don't know. I could be saying it yeah, wrong. Yeah, that, that, that's how but, you pronounce it. He also, but, I mean, I, 
You know, he also he also did um that wasn't the only comedy he did. He had um he was in those um Look Who's Talking movies. Bruce Willis? Bruce Willis played the uh the baby. Oh, oh god. I forgot about that. Um yeah. He his yeah, so he's obviously had a very career. Of course, Die Hard, I think, is probably going to be the most famous movie uh, that he's done, in my opinion. Um, now, of course, he's also famous for one that made, that lost tons of money. What was that one? Uh, um, well, Hudson Hawk lost a, bunch, lost a bunch of money. But then he was also, was he the one that was also um, in kind of, supposed to be kind of like a serious film? And I'm trying to remember, why don't I just look at the man's... Um, Trying to remember what it was, because uh, it was a big book. Everybody loved the book, and then, then everybody slammed the movie. Um, oh man, what am I gonna? Bruce Bruce Willis, American actor. Anyway, so Die Hard, obviously the um, what he'll probably be most known for. Um, movies. Okay, here it is. So, all right, so you look, he's done some, he's done some good stuff like Die Hard, Unbreakable, I thought was good, Glass was good, um, The Sixth Sense, and of course, I'm going to say this, I think I've said this before on the podcast, I mean, I knew he was a ghost, I mean, that's just all there's to it. Um, <laughs> uh, was he in Pulp Fiction? Yeah, he was. Man, okay, I'm impressed, I didn't realize that, because that, of course, that's been so long, so I've seen it split, that was good. Um, he was, yeah, he only had a cameo in Split. Where it's the one I've got to find the window that every, yeah, Death Becomes listed, but I've got to find the one where he was in this. It was a book, and I could be, maybe I'm wrong. So maybe I'm thinking about somebody else. Okay, Ocean's Twelve. I didn't realize he was in that either. So. Yeah, he played himself in that movie. Okay, so apparently I have not seen every one of Bruce Willis's films, but um, that would be a lot to catch up on, but I do see where he did like a hard kill of one that was out, that was last year, 2020. I don't remember that coming out, do you? That sounds like one of those straight to streaming movies. Ah, okay. Um, I do remember 12 Monkeys with Brad Pitt. I did not care for that film at all. It was so odd, just weird off the wall. I couldn't. I didn't, I didn't get into that either. I, it just, it splits good. Um, a good day to die hard 2013. I can't believe it's been that long. So, that's um, a, yeah. Red, the fifth element, the sixth sense, glass, unbreakable to die hard. So, anyway, so with that being said, um, fifth, yeah, we, you know, the, you know, the fifth element is a, a cult classic. I don't care for it. Um, I, yeah, I, <laughs> not, I don't really like it either, but it's a, uh, but I mean, I, I know what you're saying, so yeah, I wouldn't doubt that. Um, but anyway, so I'm not saying that I'm not a fan of Bruce Willis by any means. I do think he's done some good stuff. Um, but we were also talking about the fact that why would you allow your manager or agent or whoever to put you in some of these films that you know are they're getting just right over the coals from a rating from a critic critical review. Um, you know, I don't know how much money these things could be making, but anyway, so I, I don't know. It's just a mystery to me because he's um. Has he done really true, true serious roles? Uh, Looks like pretty much everything I've looked at, he's pretty much known as just an action, you know, he tried the uh, comedy. The Sixth Sense was a serious role. 
I get that. And that's probably, in my opinion, probably his most. Oh, you know what I was thinking about? Bonfire of the is it Bonfire of the Vanities? That's that was, uh, that was that's Tom. Tom Hanks. That was Tom Hanks. That's right. I got him confused. So, oh, uh, Bruce Willis had a serious role in uh, Motherless Brooklyn a couple of years ago. Well, why is that not listed on his? Um, that was uh, that was Edward Norton's directorial debut. And that was a great movie. I liked it. Um, but you know what? I don't think he's. Did he actually? Was he named? Yeah, it was. Um, it's not even listed on his in his catalog. He he ended up because um, Edward Norton's character worked with him, worked with his character. Well, this is he, he, was, he was a he was a private detective or something like that. Huh. And you know what? I'm looking at his filmography and. Mm -mm. What was what? that? I think that was 2019. Wow. Um. Hmm. Well, it's got some stuff on here. Uh, now, well, you know what? Okay, here we go. Are you, looking at, a, what, are you looking at a selected? Uh, well, it, no, it's but it's it's a site that says here's his film him, filmography. But now I pulled up Fandango, and they had Motherless Brooklyn listed. He he his role was in Frank Mena. Yeah. And he has, I'm I'm shocked. He has 69 credits. I just had no idea. So, um, and some of these are actually, yeah, there are definitely some very good films here. So, Oh, uh, he also had a serious role in Mortal Thoughts. That was when, a movie he did with Demi Moore. Huh. I think that now, here's one. Do you remember that movie, Sin City? I think that's one that they thought was going to end up taking off. Yeah, then, I remember that. That was based on a, a graphic novel. Yeah, and they were going to try to think it. I think they thought they was going to take it off. Was a, that, was a, that, was, that was a hit. They did two of those. They did a sequel for that. What? Yeah. Well, oh, there it is. Sin City, a dame to kill for. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Nine years later. So why would you, why would you wait that long? So, but, oh, well. No, it was actually, yeah. Yeah, it was nine years later. But anyway, so. Well, uh, look, how, look how long it's taken for um, those Avatar sequels to come out. Oh, well, that's true. So. Yeah, he, all right, I will give the man some credit. He does have some pretty well-known stuff in here. Um, Armageddon was the, um, see, the, all right. the highest grossing movie of 1998. Well, okay, I'm going to be one of those that I'll probably get slammed to death. <laughs> but I did not care for that film at all. Um, I mean, I, I didn't like it either. I'm just, I'm just I'm I mean, trying to give him I credit. I'm just trying to give him credit for being in. Big no, I mean, I, yeah, he's big. He, yeah, he he made some big money, big bucks, and drew people in. Um, you know, the whole Aerosmith song that got him that just and you know that just got on my nerves. Because uh, to me, Aerosmith just went way too commercial with that with that song for that film. Um, that song they went commercial way before that. Well, <laughs> well, this one was just on like the cherry on top, but. Um, so no, he's done some good stuff. So I have to say he's, um, I'm shocked he's even in a Wes Anderson film, Moonrise Kingdom. I didn't realize he was in that. So, um, but yeah, so. He was, in, he was in one of those G.I. Joe movies too. In what? One of those G.I. Joe movies. Oh yeah, oh, okay. All right. Well, surely not the one with his ex. Cause what, was the, what was the one with uh, Demi where she played the female military that was G.I. Jane? No, that that was different. That was uh, 
You're talking about like an actual G.I. Joe, like the like the Yeah, I'll talk about like a movie based, based off the toy. Yeah. I gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Um hmm. But he I I mean it wouldn't be strange for him to do a movie with her because um he, he moved in with her during the quarantine. You you didn't hear that? Hear about no. that? Yeah. No, so they're what with their kids? Don't they have kids? I know they got kids together, right? Yeah, and he's I mean he's remarried, but he's he was with at her house during the quarantine. Oh, how nice. So, okay. Um, interesting. That's, a, that's an interesting concept. So, uh, I guess he wanted to be near his daughters. Well, that's good to be that the family's still united. So, um, but he, uh, yeah, he, he's, you know, he, and I have to admit, Die Hard definitely was, that, that definitely got some classic lines in it and a great film. So, can't, can't argue with that. So, um, but where did we, we went off on, where were we, what were we talking about at, that, there was that tangent. We, we couldn't, we couldn't figure out why he was doing so many straight to streaming movies. With yeah, I, I just, I, I, I mean, unless, like, is it unlisted for the money? Because then we started talking about some of these other actors or, you know, like. But when, like I, but when I, I mean, when I, when I looked up his net worth, if the website that, that I found, if, if that's true. It estimated his um, net worth at two hundred fifty million. So, oh well, then I don't think it, he gets a rat's patootie. What film? Because it really doesn't matter to anybody what they think. So, um, yeah, okay. And they're pro and that's the thing. He's probably who knows. He could be getting like cuts. You know, some of the back end cuts. Don't some of the actors they know something could be pretty big. They'll end up taking back end royalties or something like that, or, or certain cuts off the top. The yeah, but when but when your movie goes straight to streaming, I don't think I don't think none of those movies are big. Yeah, I'm really interested in seeing how with talking about that. And this is not to go off on a tangent, but I am still just flabbergasted that some of these films are going. I mean, I know there's no choice really because there's no audience at the theaters. Um, I, although Regal is opening in certain theaters, I did see where uh, in, not around in here. City. Well, it, Irish was May the seventh. Okay, everybody, yep. but you know, so you know, they they said they were going to open on April first. See, and that's what I thought. So they've already. So now, you know, I bought. I had bought one of those similar to the movie pass. I bought one of those cards. My wife did got got it for me for um, bought it Thanksgiving of a year ago. Uh, this past Thanksgiving a year ago. So technically, I only had that pass for what three months, four months, and then they shut it down. And now they've reopened it. So basically, I'm I'm going to be losing a month because I did check on on the actual web on the app, and they've listed where cities are reopening the theaters, and it's not till May the seventh. They don't give you credit for the fact that the theaters were closed around here. They better. I mean, they did say that they would give you credit for while everything was while the theaters were closed, you get credit. But they they since as soon as the cities open in like what. San Francisco, Los Angeles, wherever the city is. New York and LA. The app is now back open and my card is active. Well, I'm not flying over there. I mean, how am I going to, I'm not flying up there just for a movie. I mean, yeah, because so I, yeah, I had, um, I was supposed to get uh, some popcorn and some other yeah. stuff on my, on my card and I, I can't, I can't. So they need, they need to, I'm not going to New York to get no popcorn. No, and they need to make sure our credits are good because, you know, so I'm going to ask them about it because I'm, I haven't emailed them yet. But um, I think they need to keep where whatever city you're in. If, you, if that theater's not open, your card needs to stay frozen until they reopen that city for you. Right. And that way, yeah. you're, it just goes on. You know. 
But, um, <clears throat> which I mean, don't get me wrong, I'm excited about it. Um, you know, I, I definitely, because the, the Regal is um, close to me and um, I do enjoy their their popcorn. Um, but with that being said, the straight, the strange stuff is still just blowing my mind. Like, let's just, can we go on ahead and just talk about this horrific $250 million, what is it, Godzilla versus Kong that went straight to HBO Max? No, it's also in theaters. And now it's in theaters. Okay. Yeah. It, uh, it came out, it debuted in theaters and HBO Max on the same day. Okay. Well, reg- it's still stomp regardless. So, um, <laughs> I, <laughs> I, how, I don't even know what to say about this thing I, it, because I know we talked about the fact that it's went to number one. It's like a, you know, I think country, worldwide has made what 190. I'm sure it's made more than that by now. No, worldwide has made over 300. I think uh, 385. Okay. Million. So, in other words, we we know it's met its budget and it's obviously made a profit now. Which I just not I, yet. I, not yet. It didn't make a profit because it. Wow. Uh, yeah, it, the budget was estimated to be around 200 million dollars. So you got to make at least 400 million. Ooh. And that's what I and that's without factoring in marketing costs. Okay. Well, I'm sorry. That that was the biggest mishmash mess of a movie I've ever seen. I, I just I is there even a hmm. let me all right, let me let me correct that. It made um worldwide it made three hundred and fifty eight million dollars. Well, it's close to making this money back. And it probably will. Yeah, it might. Only because of the hype and the marketing around it. It, it might, because um, a, a lot of movies like this, they spend, some of them spend like 50 to $100 million just on promotion. Well, if not, well, it's definitely not going to be one of the largest money losers, I mean, as far as that goes, um, which is interesting. So that that is an interesting fact, considering the fact that it was, you know, yes, it went to theaters, but who's all going to the theaters? Hardly anybody. Right. And HBO Max. And it's only on HBO Max for what thirty days. I think it's how long they're leaving their stuff on. Right. No, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't watch it in the theater. I watched it at home. Oh yeah, I did too. So um, yeah, and uh, I, I just I, I'm just flabbergasted with it. I was, oh god, I I just can't even think about a redeeming factor for that film. It was just um, some of the effects, I guess, were okay. You know, special effects. I don't know. Um, some of the fighting scenes, I guess, were right. Although I didn't really, I couldn't hear what I thought was realistic slapping, hitting. I don't know. I, the whole thing was just a mess for me. The can the, the, the kind of the back actors or the supporting cast. They just. I, I don't even know why they were there. The storyline was so confusing. I couldn't. I, I don't know. Anyway, I, didn't, I didn't like, I did not like, uh, I, and I never have liked Mecha Godzilla. I thought that was dumb. Well, I, now you mentioned the one that had Brian Cranston, is that his name? Yeah. So right. I have not seen that one. So in all fairness, I can't compare. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a, that was a serious drama that just, that happens to have Godzilla in it. It's not a, it's not about fighting monsters. Uh well, I don't know what the original, what the actual. That was closer to the original movie because the original movie was supposed to be Godzilla was supposed to be a metaphor for um, nuclear destruction. Ah, well, I'm just gonna say I preferred the version of Godzilla and the three-headed 
winged monsters when I was younger, watching the Japanese versions, much better on Saturday nights or Saturday mornings um, versus this one. This was just... Uh, I, I cannot, I can't get behind any, any of those movies where the monster was a dude wearing a rubber suit. <laughs> God. I mean, yeah, but when you look at it now, you don't think it's... Um, you know, anything do is better than a dude wearing a rubber suit. <laughs> uh, well, I don't want to if I want to see mascots fighting, I'll go to a basketball. Yeah, well, it was you know, it was. I mean, of course, at the time it was fun. I was a kid, so but um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else that's come straight to film that's I did see where, um, in fact, there was something coming out this Friday, I think, or no, the Suicide, Suicide Squad is coming to streaming, so but is that and that's not until August. Oh, it's not until August. Oh, dang it. Okay. Um, well, you're looking forward to that. Huh? I want to see it. Yeah, I do actually want to see it. So, um, believe it or not. So, um, trying to think what else has come out on. I only, see, I only see one big movie scheduled to come out this Friday. It's um, a movie called Monday. Monday? Yeah, it's a romance. Who, who's in that? Have you ever heard of Sebastian Stan? Yeah. He's the star. Okay. Huh. I hadn't heard of that. Um, what what, what uh, streaming side is that going to be on? I think it's going to be in theaters. Oh, in theaters. Okay. Hmm. That might be a Sunday afternoon AMC trip or something. Because so. that is the one thing I will say. And it's like I told my brother who doesn't want to go to theaters anymore um, right now. I said, look, it's the time to go because there's nobody in there. Right. Because um, think about it. When they start saying everything's okay to go back and everybody wants to try to think it's normal, you're going to be crowded up in them seats in that theater with people breathing all over you and even if they're wearing masks, they can take it off and they're eating popcorn and drinking. So, no, you need to go yeah. now. Yeah. And, and that's why if my legal theater... I, last time I went to the theater, it was bone dry. Well, if my that's why if my regal theater will open, one close by, I'll use that, I'll use that card like crazy. Um, and I can go, you know, so many times. And I mean, plus, you know, well, I've already got my money's worth out of it because of how much I use it when I, even in the four months I was able to use it. But, um, but I'm definitely ready for the big screen, you know, stuff. So, um, so now let me talk, let's talk about, talking about streaming stuff though. We got, I've got to, you know, I got to touch on the new, I did read tonight where the Nevers debuted, it's one of the highest, in one of the highest debuts. Uh, I think like 1.4 million viewers watched it. Um, was it Friday night when it came out? Uh, um, I think so. I think it's supposed to be the, the highest um, TV television series debut on HBO Max. Yeah, it was either Friday or Sunday. I can't remember. Anyway, all I know is I watched it and um, did not realize that it was uh, Joss Whedon. Is that his pronounce? How you pronounce the name? Whedon? Whedon? Yeah. Um, I had never seen anything by him before. I went through his catalog of stuff and believe it or not, have not seen anything by him. I know he was known mostly for what Buffy the Vampire Player Slayer, which I just for some reason I just never seemed to that did that just did not appeal to me. Did you have you watched any of that at all? Or did you Yeah, I saw years? I saw uh, I saw a lot of episodes of Buffy. Well, you know, he wrote the movie too. There was a movie first, then a TV show. So he yeah, wrote, uh, I didn't know anything about that. <clears throat> he wrote the movie. He was the, the head writer on the TV show. And he did a spinoff of Buffy called Angel, 
with some of the same characters. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I do remember that. Yeah. Yeah, he also did... Uh, what, Firefly? Firefly. He did something called... Um, Welcome to... What, Dollhouse? And... That, yeah. And wasn't that supposed to be kind of a creepy... I never that, watched it. I never, I never watched, watched it. it either, but... I, I I just you know I just remember his name being big in Hollywood. That's all that's all I know. And um, he was he start he for a long time he was um, I think he was supposed to be a script doctor where if they were having problems with a script they would call him in uh, to to kind of touch it up and fix it. And um, so then after he started um, doing after Buffy was a hit, then he started getting some more clout and he was running his own shows. And then, okay. uh, and then Marvel uh, called him to do the first Avengers movie, and that made over a billion dollars. So, um, so then he could course, pretty much write his ticket that he wanted to do. So, right, and so he did the sequel, and that also made over a billion dollars. Hmm. Okay, good track record. Uh, but, but what about the controversy that came out? Last, the past couple it it didn't last because um, when um, when DC was making Justice League. Um, they called him to, uh, to to tweak some of that. They they didn't. It's not, I, don't, I don't think they really had a. I, I think they were jumping the gun and panicking on Justice League, mm-hmm. um, and so they called him in to lighten it up and um, add a bunch of jokes and make it uh, more into a comedy, which was a bad idea. Mm-hmm. And he ended up. Uh, he, it sounded like from the cast members. It sounded like. Um, he was a train wreck on the set, and he uh, offended a bunch of people, like uh, with sexism and uh, racism. Mm. Mm. And um, so, you know, you can't unless you've been living in a cave somewhere. I know you heard about the Snyder Cut. Uh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So the Snyder that. Cut was um, the original. What was originally shot for Justice League when Josh Whedon came in, he um, did reshoots, and so he changed the a lot of what was um, supposed wow. to be. Uh, yeah, he changed a lot. So, and when Justice League came out, um, critics didn't like it, fans didn't like it. It lost hundreds of millions of dollars, I think. And um, mm. it took uh, almost, it took like three and a half years for the original version to get, um, to come out, which was the Snyder Cut. And critics liked it, fans loved it. Um, so now, it, you know, it, it don't look good. Um, by comparison on Josh Whedon's behalf. And also, mm. he created um, the Nevers back in, uh, back um, last year, I believe. But because of all the controversy that came out with uh, his time on Justice League, he stepped down from the Nevers. Originally, he said that he was um, taking some time off to rest and spend time with his family. But most people think that it was because of you know, he was asked to step down because of the controversy. And um, well, since yeah. then, a lot of um, a lot of the cast members he worked with on Buffy and Angel have come forward and said that he was um, he was uh, a nightmare back then too. And that um, there's been a lot of a- accusations of um, sexism and discrimination. Mm. Uh, so it's pretty bad. Well, I just have to say, with <clears throat> so never having seen anything, I just I was trying to figure out what I could watch the other night. I think it was Sunday night when it must have premiered. But anyway, 
and just happened to come across on HBO Max, you know, the Nevers. I thought, oh, that sounds pretty interesting. And it, about midway through is when I realized, okay, I'm a little bit confused with this story. So let me pull up and see some, read some stuff about it. And then it dawned on me, okay, hey, wait a minute. This is the whole Joss Whedon, you know, uh, uh, creation that, you know, he brought forth to the screen. So this, and then, of course, I thought back on immediately the controversy around him and I thought, oh. But anyway, so with that being said, um, I'm kind of mixed on the program right now, though, because it's got a little bit of, I like the concept. I like the, so far, the two female leads that are kind of the, the heading, that, that I guess you can call them the leads in the show. Um, some pretty good, I guess, special effects. I mean, I don't know if that's what you would call it. Um, but I'm confused about where the story's going because you have the nevers, you know, the, the touched, uh, the, 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 the women who are touched and special. And then you, but then I'm trying to figure out is it, uh, then I saw the, the, the one antagonist who was in there who came on stage and, you know, quote unquote, and this is spoiler alert, kill the devil. Toward the end there, when she's trying to make her escape, her eyes all of a sudden turn bright, orange, reddish, like, almost like she was possessed, like she was a demon. And then that twi that ending, just, I, I'm, it, to me, it was almost like, um, do you remember that one film that was filmed in Gilbert and uh, South Carolina in the nuclear tank, um, the space film, and James Cameron directed it, The Abyss? The Abyss. Do you remember in, in The Abyss about how beautiful, Beautiful, the, the alien creatures were underwater, and just you know, everybody was just oohed and awed about it and everything. Well, that to me, all of a sudden, is like the end of the of the first episode of the Nevers. I felt like I was rewatching that, and then you see the dust coming down, and it's like, what is all this? What is this? What is this mess? I don't know. I think I, I, I thought, just, I, thought I, that know. When, I thought that when they showed that stuff coming out of the sky, that was a flashback to when everybody first got their powers. Well, and I think that's what it is, because if you notice, the one, I forgot what her name is, but Laura Mullaney, I think, is the lead, the, probably the one with the more special powers. You know, she had jumped off that bridge and was, and was looked like she was going to kill herself. Right. And she, she and only then, uh, then she, she got touched by up. the dust. Yeah, that's what she climbed back up. And that got her back up. So, yeah, so the dust, whatever you want to call it, the little golden dust or pixie dust or whatever you want to call it apparently is what but then but see it isn't even though it's supposedly only women there are one or two men from, i think in the show that have that have been touched as well oh yeah, and that, that doctor that doctor had magic powers and the, are uh, you talking about are you talking about the crazy doctor the one who was who was drilling inside that person's brain no the black guy that healed the um one of the one of the stars oh the star he got touched too okay all right you know yeah he was healing her with uh magic with like oh uh, with his light. hand that's right yeah yeah. yeah 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 and she said i love the way you work with your hands or something like that yeah 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 that's right and also uh that that one guy that it was a white guy the little was, nerd uh, yeah he he the dust fell on him too the little dark-headed nerd that yeah didn't, that didn't want to go to the um club or be a right. part of the, the part of the party which i'm not even going to go into that but um yeah. Which that just that part doesn't make sense to me. I'm like, why is that even necessary? I, that's 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 just that makes sense in the show. But anyway, so anyways, the fans, I'm sorry if you're big Josh Whedon fans, you know, and if you're still following him, um, you know, you may if y'all anybody see this, which we hope you do, please give us your feedback. I'm I'm open for it. I mean, um, 
you know, I don't know how this compares to anything else he's ever done because I've never, I can't say I've ever seen anything. I just know Buffy the Vampire Slayer has a tremendous, tremendous following. Um, well, I think even Firefly, I think people were such fans of his that they even follow that show because I've read a bunch of stuff about it as well. But they made it, they made a Firefly movie. No, wait, oh, yeah, they was, did, yeah, they, they did. did, yeah, they, they called did. it, yeah. yeah. Um, because I remember that thinking, why, why would you, <laughs> but. So anyway, I think the biggest thing this past week, at least that I know of, to come out was the Nevers. Um, now, I'm curious. I just happened to go on my streaming site tonight, and there's something called the Irregulars. I think. On wait, the- wait, wait! Before you, before we get on the next subject, I just want to okay. uh, give you a little bit more background info. So Josh Whedon was a staff writer on Roseanne. Uh, he 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 was a writer on the movie. On Speed, Waterworld, and Twister. Waterworld. Uh, yeah, okay. and he also he also co-wrote the first Toy Story. Oh, now okay, all right. I'm pleasantly surprised by that. Uh, hmm. I'm surprised he's still keeping his name associated with Waterworld, but okay. I don't know what you can do. I guess you have to. You shut the fest up. So, um, wow. So he apparently, so yeah, the guy's obviously been around for a long time. And why in the world, you know, he would, I don't know, this goes back into the whole discussion about why people would think that they're so much better than other people and treat people like dirt when you're, you know, when you've got yourself established and made. Why would you do that? You know, you've got to know that that's going to come back to haunt you at some point in time. So, Right. I, I, don't, I don't get it. I mean, just, but it, that's not even the point. The point is, why would you be like that anyway? Right. I, that, you know, I don't get it. I, I just, you know, and it's almost like the more some of these people have that power and they, and they get it, it's like they just think they can just do whatever and there's no reason. He, he also, he also co-wrote a movie that uh, I thought was pretty good called Cab- The Cabin in the Woods. Have you seen that? I think I have seen seen that the cabin in the woods that does ring a bell it's kind of a twist on um horror movies in general yeah yeah i think i did see that i just know i know it ring the bell so yeah well that's good well i mean so he's got he obviously the man has talent i you know we can't deny that i mean he obviously now script doctor when we were talking about the nevers it's like okay well you should have had somebody else maybe work on the script for that because and i don't know how far along he got with it before they before he quit but they're gonna he, have to he, he also directed the first episode if they, uh, yeah. okay it, it's just to me i don't know like the story has promise and to see i'm gonna i, I want to see the next episode just to see if they kind of get things ironed out and smoothed out because to me it's just it's just kind of a mess right now so um, I'm, pretty... I'm, I'm on my way out. I, 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 oh. <laughs> I don't know if I'm gonna watch the next episode. I, I don't know. It's just it's got the pretty, you know. It's I mean, like the one scene when they're riding around and the and the, and the uh, horse carriage, and all of a sudden the car drops out. I didn't you like that. I thought that, that was stupid. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm like, how could they not have told? How could you not have known that there was a? How did they hide it? I mean, how was there no way to, how did that carriage conceal that big old car? I, I don't and, are, know. and are you saying that they invented cars? 
that was is was that is that what that was? I who knows? I'm telling you, there's so many things that just pop up. It's almost like a mishmash of Harry Potter's special effects wizardry thrown into this show, and I, and then you get the alien aspect at the end and with the dust. And that, that's that's another thing I want to I want to uh, run by you. Were were those aliens or was that like a uh, was that supposed to be like advanced technology from? Earth. Well, I'm saying aliens only because I read so many, I read several articles after it to kind of get a take, you know, reviews and, and everything. Um, and everybody else I've read has referred to it as the same thing as, as it being an alien ship. Because it wasn't, they did not show it in space. It was in, in, in the clouds. Right. But so who, so who knows? And then you remember, you remember when those guys, uh, those aristocrat guys in the beginning were sitting around having a meeting talking about what was going on. They were saying that um, it seemed like it was some type of plot from some enemy country. But see, like in some of the storylines, some of the critics that I read also said that some of those men in that meeting, they also were touched. They had some powers that just had not been displayed yet. Mm. Which I don't, cause, And remember those big things that they were turning over? I guess when you talked, did that mean you agreed or you disagreed? I thought those were hourglasses. <laughs> I don't, well, on what? No, because on one side it was green, and one the other side was red. Oh, I don't. And I kept looking at Terry. Well, kept, that, was it like, uh, all right? I maybe it's my talk, turn to speak. I, I get to talk it to the same. Okay, that's that's maybe that was their way of raising their hand in the class or something. I don't know. It's just there's so many weird things about that about the story that I just yeah I I, I don't know I don't know I mean. Now, let's just talk about, I will say, the crazy girl that came in on the opera stage, well, first of all, that the, that opera scene was absolutely beautiful. Now, I will give that that much. Um, I, well, not the murder. But the girl that played the crazy one, crazy woman that said she killed the devil, now that was an acting. That girl, that, that woman, that actor, she did a tremendous job. If you got superpowers, why can't you get a tooth? Oh, uh, well, that's a good point. So, yeah. <laughs> um, and then what about the girl that who, the singer who all of a sudden had the magic voice, the, the angelic voice? What what was that whole thing? She about? was the only, she was the only person I recognized. Like, I've seen her in, um, in movies and TV shows before, but I've never seen any of these other people. I recognize not a soul. Um, so... I don't know what the deal with that is. If everybody else that had any name were like, uh, no, we're not getting associated with no, that. I did, I did recognize that one guy. They called the Beggar King. He was, um, he was in some of those movies with um, Simon Pig, uh, like Shaun of the Dead. He was. Mm -hmm. I didn't recognize the soul. Not a, none of them. I, it, you know, I think it's. I, with all this being said, I, I do foresee it being a hit for HBO Max. I don't know why, but just because of the fact I don't that know. We, looking at those, because uh, like um, it's got a, I think a fifty-six percent on Rotten Tomatoes, something ooh, like that. Okay, well then maybe I'm wrong. So, so um, word of mouth might kill it. So, wow, yeah, that's not good. So, um, hmm. Yeah, it's got forty nine percent forty nine percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Hmm. All right, that's not that's not a, that's not good. So, I it's like one of the um, somebody else I know who writes reviews 
and I were communicating and she said she was looking very much forward to it because she um she was concerned about the whole Wheaton controversy and wasn't sure she was going to watch it, but she did. And while she said the pilot did not meet up to her expectations, she was going to give it another go just to see. But her, her chances of staying with it were very slim. So, well, I do I do know that um, like I said, Josh Wheaton stepped down, and so um, a woman named Philippa Gosselet is uh, running the mm. show now. So maybe okay. she'll take it in a better direction. I don't know. Um, okay, so while this is on my mind, when I, I'm, I just, I'm just sitting there thinking, I know we've already had a show about this. So, but let me just go ahead and bring this up. Um, so we're, you know, we're, we're so close to the Oscars and you have seen a good many. I think you told me you've seen how many now? All but, have you seen, uh, you've seen all the best picture Oscars? Nominated, I've right? seen I've seen even more since we um, had our last show. So um, I've wow. seen almost all of the nominees now. I, the only I, I haven't seen um, the documentary shorts or the um, I haven't seen the um, two of the animated feature nominations. I haven't seen, mm. and I haven't seen any of the animated shorts, but. Okay. I've seen almost everything. I have. I still haven't seen Hillbilly Elegy, which I don't plan on watching. <laughs> and, I, and I haven't seen Pinocchio either. Now, look, I, look, we just got through having a discussion. Everybody listen to this. So, Rand and I had a sidebar discussion before we came on the show tonight about the fact that as a, I don't know, I mean, as somebody who loves film, and then likes to talk about it. That's just that's just how I'm going to classify myself. I don't. I'm not a critic. I'm not a reviewer per se. Um, I know where you're going with this, and I got it. You, you know, Jack man, because you reprimanded me for not watching certain classics. Now, this is a best picture nominee. It's also a best picture nominee on the, at the Razzies. Oh, okay. <laughs> hey, but still. I think you need to watch it so you can say you've watched every single one of the Best Picture Oscar nominees. I mean, you got to. I've, I think, I've never I done think, that. I think if your movie gets uh, nominated for a Razzie, that's a huge red flag, and you're not. <laughs> gonna, it's not going to be a classic. That well, I'm. You know, I'm. I'm down to wait a minute. I. I, I don't think that movie's not nominated for the actual Best Picture, is it? No, it's. Um, is I know uh, Glenn Close has been nominated for what best actress or best supporting actress in it? It got nominated for makeup and hairstyling. Um, Glenn Close well, got nominated for uh, well, you know, you, you, you know, Ron Howard directed it. Who Ron Howard? Ron Howard, yeah, Ron, Ron, Ron. <laughs> Talk about a hit and miss director, too. Oh my gosh. Uh. He started off on such a strong path, and then some of the stuff he's done in the last several years is just, oh, so questionable. Um, I mean, I'm not saying I want to see it because I've seen little bits and pieces. It just has no appeal to me whatsoever. But um, All right. Let me, uh, let me clean it up. So Hillbilly Elegy is, was not nominated for Worst Picture at the Razzies, but Ron Howard is nominated for Worst Director for directing Hillbilly Elegy. Oh, man, that's pretty rough. And Glenn Close is nominated for uh, Worst. Um, worst Actress? Worst Supporting Actress. Oh, 
Well, I'm just going to say this, cause I, and I doubt she'll win. Um, on the Oscars, that is. I mean, because she deserves an Oscar. The woman has put in so many wonderful performances. That's, that's, not, how, that's not how it works. You don't, but, it can't, it, but it can't be for this. You, no. shouldn't, well, you, shouldn't, you shouldn't get an Oscar for what you did in the past. You Well, you, that's what, but they have done that. They said Al Pacino got one for Sin of a Woman because of the fact that he had... He did, but, but that was a mistake. Well, it was... <laughs> Yeah, because that was not his best performance. And oh, it, uh, so Hillbilly Elegy also got nominated for worst screenplay at the Razzies. Mm, dang. Well, first of all, I don't even like. Can I just? Make I, I the title itself just gets on my nerves. I, I don't know why. Yeah, I, that, makes, just, that, that makes me not want to watch it. I, that alone, I'm just like, who came up with that title? I, I don't know. But it's but, based on a book. Well, I'm not reading it, so. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean, I, and I'm a reader, avid reader, you know that, and I just have no desire. So, nope. Mm -mm. Uh -huh. but, I, but I do want to say, I'm missing the only two films I have not seen at this point, and I'm, if I've got to the 20th, is it the 26th or the 24th? So, I have The Father to Watch and The Trial of the Chicago <laughs> Seven. Oh, so um, so you finally saw. Uh, so, did you um, you finally saw Minari? Yes, 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 yes. And and I finally saw Sound of Metal. Uh, uh, Minari is um, it it's it. I'm just touched by it. It's amazing. Um, you know, I, and I think it's only because of the simplicity of it. And I say that, and because to me, it is kind of a simple film, but yet it's got a big story to it. Um, but that grandmother, I, I'm telling you, I, that was an amazing part. I, she, she, is, she was just amazing in it. I loved it. Um, I, I, it, you know, it definitely wasn't a date night film, and I think I texted you and told you that Terry and I were going to watch it for anniversary, and um, well, I tried to, I tried to warn you. I didn't want to spoil anything, but um, yeah, that that, that that wasn't a date night. Movie. Watching watching a marriage fall apart for your anniversary. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't a date night film for sure, but um, but I will stay. Uh, Stephen Young, Young, I guess that's how you pronounce his name. I'm hoping I'm not tearing it up. He, oh man, he just impressed me so much. Amazing. They, they, everybody in that film, and that, the little boy was just, I'm like, where did they find this, these kids that show them they can act like that? I mean, I, unbelievable. So, I think, uh, but I, yeah, I think the, the actress who played the grandmother should win the Oscar. Oh, she, she's, um, absolutely. I, I just can't. Oh, that, that's going to be, I, you know, I hate that this year, well, of course, I guess I would hate it any year that this is going to be a virtual Oscar. Um, but I do, I, I cannot wait to see what she, if she wins, what she says. Um, so. Um, well, she, that, uh, I saw an article where she won, I think she won the BAFTA and uh, supposedly she was talking trash. What? Trash about What? I don't remember. Let me uh, just keep talking. I'm you you, you, about to say, you be looking that up while I give the rest of my take on that. But no, I think that Stephen Young did a marvelous job. He's a, he he really was a great actor on 
if if anybody knows, you know, he played Glenn on The Walking Dead, which I Oh yeah. She called uh she called Brits. She called British people very she called Brits quote unquote very snobbish people during her Baptist speech. What? Was she being was she laughing? Was she like being facetious or was she being um, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I, that's the um, that's the quote. I didn't actually watch. Oh it. my god! Okay, well, well, they do. They do say here that it's a, it was a lighthearted Baptist speech. So, okay, um, hmm. didn't know that. Well, that'll be interesting to see what. You know. Okay, yeah, Variety says it was a tongue-in-cheek speech. Ah, okay. I'm about to say, Lord, please don't let her. Um, be like that so because she just she was it's just a beautiful performance i mean especially after she spoiler alert um especially after she had her stroke um oh she just did an amazing job that that just she i don't know she just brightened up the movie itself i mean you know even though it wasn't a and she, happy it, she defied she defied um stereotypes of grandmothers exactly i, I absolutely loved it because even the kids were like you're not like a real grandmother <laughs> Gotcha. Yeah, uh, and here she is playing those cards with the kids, and <laughs> and um, oh, that was just hysterical. But she didn't, uh, she didn't know how to cook. No, and she loved the what? Bring me that Mountain mountain water. <laughs> mountain yeah. <laughs> oh, that just was that was just so great. And that little boy there, the when he did that to the grandma. Oh my God! Have you ever done anything like that? No, no, no. I know somebody. Oh, I just could not believe it. I, you know, there's two films this year now that I've seen. It's been way too. I did not need to see that, and I did not see need to see uh, Frances McDormand what she did in the van in Nevada. That was just too realistic. No need for that. Um, and you know what I'm talking about. So, yeah, the bucket. Yeah. Uh, oof. God. Um, Which one was worse? The bucket. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, but the the grandmother drank it. Oh man, I just oh that kid and the thing as she did. But then what was so funny was the fact that he wasn't supposed to run, but yet he he held I held it as fast as he could. The but funny I, part was the fact that he planned it because he put oh, his, yeah. he put his boots on and he stood by the door. <laughs> <laughs> but what I love is the fact that she the parents as mean as they well I don't want to say mean but as uh man that he'd be punished and da 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 and for the fact that the grandmother knew he was you know he was a he was just a young boy trying to get adjusted to her and i think she you know she I was think thinking, she, she was I, thinking I, things that i think yeah. she went easy on him i think that he he the, I, I think she didn't i think she was overly nice about that because that was that was pretty serious well absolutely and i do but i but i think considering the situation the circumstances she, she realized that he was one, I think she was so sympathetic toward the fact that he had the condition he did. And then two, you know, she was trying to get him to like her um, and accept her as a grandmother. I don't know. It's, it's just, but it all played off very well. I mean, it all, but it, it was, it was a, it was a great movie. And I love the fact that they were, you were able to watch them communicate in their native language. Um, and they didn't try to give up that even though they were in America, because basically um, you know, in my opinion, what they were trying to do was that they were trying to exemplify what America's about, and that is people wanting to move to the country for to, 
to have a better life. It doesn't right. mean you give up your culture or your, you know, you, you can you can kind of morph into the thing and, and, and have both. Um, it's kind of like a best of both worlds. You can remember your, your culture and your past and your history and your family and everything, and yet still live in America and be an American citizen. So, um, But you know um, what you said about the, them um, keeping their language, that was um, part of the controversy um, with the, Go the Golden Globes because the Golden Globes put it in the best foreign language category because more than 50% of the um, of the dialogue was um, in a language other than English. But, Is that a rule? Uh, that's a, a Golden Globe rule, but um, the filmmakers were saying that it's definitely a, an American movie. It takes place totally in America. Exactly, exactly. It's about an American family uh, trying to achieve the American dream. Exactly. Well, I agree with that. And that's why... They just did the <clears throat> director did just such a wonderful job of it. I mean, just 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 an amazing film. I, I just man, and I'm and, and you know I have to say so, and I'm I'm sure that the Trial of the Chicago Seven is going to be excellent, and I'm sure that the Father. I, oh, I'm kind of torn about having to watch that one, but um, every other one that I've seen so far. Is, is good. Um, is, well, is, is, the, the trial of Chicago Seven is kind of rough too. There's um, there's there's a riot and there's um, yeah. discrimination and there's death. Mm, okay. uh, um, but I will. But there's a there's a surprise. Um, I don't want to spoil it for you, but there's a surprise um, actor that shows up that you're gonna like. Oh, okay, good. Um, I'm still stuck on the promising young woman. I, I, I think that that's, I don't know how that got in uh, to the category. Um, I don't know. I, I just don't even, I, it's, I'm just going to be very interested in seeing how this plays out with, the, with what happens at the Oscars. So let me tell you, let me tell you my update. So um, I do have a pick for best international feature film. Oh, okay. There's a Romanian movie. One of the nominees is a Romanian movie called Collective. I picked that to win the International Feature Oscar. Okay, what's that about? It's a it's a documentary about um, a corruption scandal in Romania where um, there was a fire at a rock concert and um, a lot of people got injured and way a lot of people died afterwards and it was way more people died after the fire than during the fire and so you know they found out that um they started digging and it turns out that the patients they were dying after they went to the hospital because um the hospital uh equipment the hospital was not equipped for um for uh burn patients and then they did more digging and it turns out Hospital is not really equipped for many of any type of patient. They had um, the, the disinfectant they were using for their equipment was um, watered down. Oh, yeah, a lot of people. Um, Wait a and this is the true story. Yeah, a lot of and then, check check this out. The um, the um, reporters that uh, uncovered the story they work for a sports um, magazine. So how yeah. did this person just stumble onto this and and get pick up? They were concerned and they just started digging. Oh my God. And um, so like um, 
a lot of people die from infections, not from the burns, the, the actual burns. They die from infections that they got in the hospital. Oh they had they have uh, footage of one guy, one patient laying in the hospital bed. He had a bunch of maggots on him. That's how bad the hospital was. Wait a minute. First of all, how can you call yourself a hospital? Because are there not standards or things that? That's the thing. They weren't even they weren't even cleaning the patients every day. Oh my god. And, and it turned out, and, 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 and it was but it wasn't just the hospital, it was the politicians too. Like every, Okay, and how recent was this? How long ago was this? Um I don't remember. I mean but, it's been last like last five years, ten years. Well even then even then that's still that's it, 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 it was pretty recent. It was in the um twenty first century. Oh my god, to think that we And then at the when the when the movie ends, they still don't have a, uh, a you know, a real um, concrete solution. Wow, that's wow. how that's how deep it runs. Yeah, that's how deep the corruption. Like they they um the um a big part of the uh, administration stepped down when the scandal got reported, and but the and they they, they were replaced by people who were trying to do the right thing, but um. You know, the other politicians were just trying to get but things minute, to go back how, to the way it was. So were these people going undercover in filming and like hiding the film the cameras and taking No, the uh that footage of the maggots came from um somebody who worked at the hospital. Oh God. Oh yeah. that's disgusting. I and and um the guy who, who owned the company that was supplying the hospital with the disinfectant, like he you know, they were they were watering it down so it wasn't it wasn't effective at disinfectant, but um, after the scandal broke, he ended up, um, he got found dead in his car from what seemed like a car crash, but uh, people suspected that uh, he got killed. He was murdered by, um, you know, the gangsters higher up so that he wouldn't talk. Wow, that is an intense documentary, so, okay. Um, man, yeah. I don't want to quote. I don't want to quote the wrong numbers, but if you watch the documentary and you see the numbers that they give from the test that they ran about, um, you know, like how how effective the disinfectant was and how much uh, solution was um, was in there, it's it's crazy. Oh my God! I think that still goes on today. Oh, but that's happening. That's crazy. Yeah, because I'm not seeing any of the. Um, you said this is a. Uh, nominee for international international feature film feature film wow well how long how many hours did you have to endure that i mean that's not a pleasant that's depressing I think it's, under, it's, un, it's under two hours I think. wow um, either either an hour like an hour and a half something like that mm. that, that might be that would be i'm i'm into documentaries there. that would be a, lately I've, i don't know why i've gotten into docuseries lately but and documentaries but that would be a good one to watch i just God, please don't tell me they show the footage of the maggots, though. Yeah, they do. Oh. Oh, okay. Um, but it's only it's only it's only a couple. That that part is only a couple God. seconds long. That just makes me sick. Um, but if they hadn't showed that, if they hadn't shown that, then it probably would have taken taken longer to uncover. How well, bad. I'm sure. So, well, I've still got obviously a lot to watch before the Oscars come. So, and um. I got another one. I got another one. So I, I finally watched uh, 
some of the live action short film nominees. And okay. one of them is called uh, Two Distant Strangers. I definitely think that should get the Oscar. And I also recommend it to you personally. Two Distant Strangers. It's only a half hour long. Oh, I think you texted me about that the other day. So, yeah. Okay, that's right. Yep. I think it's, it's on. How long is it? A half hour. These are short films. Oh, oh. Two Distant Strangers. Oh, Oh God. Okay. <laughs> what kind of mindset do I need to be in to watch that one? Um, uh, here it is. Two distant, two distant strangers, twenty twenty film. No, uh, no, it's got a it's got a twist in it. You shouldn't be reading about okay, it. Okay, okay. It's got a twist. Okay. All right. I'm not gonna okay. Well hold off on that one. Everybody heard that. Raina's got me on the hook to watch two distant strangers. So okay. Um, so what other have you, so you've seen, well, you I know you've seen so many things already that are economic. The only, the only other, the only other, I've, I've seen two of the other live action short film nominees too. Um, Feeling Through, that's, uh, that's decent. And that one is about a, um, it's based on a true story. It's about a, um, that one is actually on YouTube. Um, so everybody can see that one for free. It's about a, um, a guy in New York City who, um, he was he was trying to find a place to stay for the night, and he ended up running into um, a guy on the corner who was holding up a sign asking um, if somebody could help him cross the street. It turns out that he he was blind and he was deaf. So uh, yeah, oh, so he, and this is like middle of the night in New York City. He was basically. Oh my god! Yeah, he was basically god. just relying on uh, people to be decent and, and helpful. And so oh. he he lucked up, and he did. You know, this guy that came across him, he was um, decent and helpful. So he helped him get to the bus stop. He helped him catch a bus. And oh so they, wow! They, they kind of get to know each other um, throughout the night. And the, the thing is, like, you know, he's blind and deaf, so it makes communication hard because, like. He was not gonna hear you if you talk to him. You can't. Uh, he can't lip read because he's blind. So, you know, they had to work out the communication. I was gonna say, how in the world? But, but that that's that is so awesome because that helps restore faith in humanity and right. being, and people being kind to each other. So, yeah. Wow. And that's and. I'm sorry, but let me just personally say, please, everybody, let's try to do that. So that uh, that one that one will make you. I don't think I. That's I'm not picking that one to win, but that one will make you feel better. That one, that mm. one, uh, uplifting. And that's what we need more of today, please. Yes, more uplifting films. So um, the other short live action short film nominee I saw is called The Letter Room. And the Letter Room or Letter Rule? The Letter Room R O O M. It's, okay. Uh, that 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 refers to there's like a it takes place um, mostly in a prison. And there's a room in the prison where um, the corrections officers go through all of the mail to make sure that there's no um, contraband or anything in there. Contraband, no plots, no uh, <sighs> nothing like that. Oh my gosh, what's this going to be about? So, um, and this one actually has um, star power. Um, Oscar Isaac is the star of the, of the movie. Even though it's only a half hour long, they got Oscar, Oscar Isaac in it. Nice. And I believe John David Washington is in it too, but he doesn't, he's, he's not credited. 
and they only show his half of it. His face is like covered up halfway in shadow. Why? But I think that was him. Uh, he was just doing that. So. Yeah. And so um, what it is, Oscar Isaac is one of the corrections officers on death row. He gets a job in the letter room and he um, reading people's mail and stuff gives him more insight into um, mm. what the inmates are going through and what their loved ones are going through. Oh my gosh. I, you know, okay. I, I'm, I'm, yeah, I, I, I'm going to probably have to watch that one too. Cause that's, because <clears throat> um, mm. I have my thoughts and opinions about, you know, and I'm sure we all do about people that are on in prison and on death row. And I know people who personally do ministry on death row. Um, and just to hear some of the stories, it's just incredible. So, um, you know, don't read up on this one either because it has a twist too. Okay. Wow. All right, man, you've checked them all out. So, God, look at you. Go ahead. So, man, I wish I'd got to get more time to get my, my screen time in. But, um, and you remember I, uh, last time we talked about the Oscar nominees, um, we mentioned the White Tiger, but neither one of us has seen it. Yeah, I've, yeah, that's, that's, I, on, that's on Netflix right now, right? Yeah, I've seen it. It's pretty good. And is it worth it? I don't think that it uh, should win, but it's pretty good. It is good. Okay. I mean, I've heard some good things about it, but I just haven't seen it yet. So um, it's funny because I get uh, my streaming of shows and movies and stuff and what I want to watch. It's now becoming, uh, you know, as an avid reader, you collect all these, you keep adding all these things you say you're going to watch, you're going to read, you're going to read. You're, so my to be read, my, to, <coughs> my TBR to be read list is like 200 books. But yet every time something new comes out with a new, you know, all the commotion comes out about it. I have to read that first. So all my TBR, my TBR is just continually growing because everything just gets behind. Same thing with anything that's streaming or new. Like the Nevers, I thought, oh, that's that's brand new. That's what everybody's talking about. Um, that's been kind of happening lately with my streaming stuff. So all these things I'm going to watch, I've been putting on the back burner and adding to my watch list or whatever. And they just, it's just piling high. It's just crazy. So, um, Wow. Okay. Um, trying to think of anything else. So, uh, anything else about the Oscars though that we know? Is there any? Didn't we mention the fact that there was some Oscar controversy? Uh, yeah, we talked about, about the. the uh, we talked about the actor. We also talk, well. We talked about the controversy we discussed was the fact that none of the uh, best director nominees are black. No. Even and, though, were, and there's three films that we know were excellent, so that should have been nominated or they should have been considered yeah. um and then we got the so you know, i think you know we also talked about the um the yeah you meant you touched on the um the best actor. Actor. yeah and so we talked about the fact that it was weird that um two actors from judah and the black messiah were nominated for best supporting actor mm -hmm. but i think that might be for the best when it's all said and done because since Chadwick Boseman is nominated for Best Actor uh, for Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, um, that will, uh, maybe that will lead to, maybe that will uh, prevent um, two people from canceling each other out. Yeah, so. yeah, that's a good point. So, 
It's, it's, I'm sure, you know, I, I don't know. I think if we get closer to the Oscars, there's going to be more, because I'm sure a lot of the people that are closer to the, to the scene will be digging and, and looking into the stuff. And I'm sure, you know, there's always, there's, it's just every year, there's always some sort of little controversy or some, some things that come out. Um, you know, I will say, this is just me, and I don't know if you agree with it or not. I mean, I do feel like there's, outside of the snub of the best directors, I do feel like there's at least been some, it's a better amount of diversity in some, in some aspects, um, at least from the films I've seen, so, and the ones that are out there, so I'm, I'm glad for that, um, because it's, it's just a good variety of things, um, and I don't know, and you know, it's so funny, there was, I don't think there's, outside of Ma Rainey's, that wouldn't, I wouldn't call that a musical, but there's no musical this year that's, or no big British royal royalty film that's going to dominate, is it? I don't think. Nah, but um, Father is a British movie, though. Well, let's not go in. Um, so, <laughs> so anyway, um, of course, I could be sure. You don't know. Could be but shot, you, know what? you know, you know what Anthony Hopkins did win the uh, Best Actor at the Baftas. Ah, uh, well, and I didn't realize until we talked about it earlier before we got on the show. Who, I had no idea that Mank was reading the, was leading the pack as far as the most nominations in the Oscar categories. Um, that that just blows my mind. I, I just, I mean, that. Okay, don't even get me started on that particular film because it's just not one. It was it was okay. I mean, it was. I'm not. You know, I'm not. It, it, I don't know. It it's not my favorite by any means. So. You um, never you never told me what you didn't like about it. Um, it's pacing too slow. I thought it was slow. Um, you didn't like the black and white. That was okay, but um, that, that didn't really bother me as much. I, I was it's a, it just oh god, what did I do? What did I not like about it? It just didn't. I don't know. It just something about it just irritated me for no reason. I guess. I, I don't know. Um, uh, I do think Gary Oldman did a good job. I, I mean, he's a great actor. Um, but I really didn't even care about... Now, after the fact, when I read up on the whole story and the fact that it's based on a true story, I did find it intriguing and, and interesting. But see, I told you to read that before you finished it. I should have, and I know I should have, because during the movie, I was thinking, I really am not... I don't care. <laughs> Uh, okay, so you know, I just it, it just didn't. I don't know. Um, I think Amanda Seyfried did a good job. I mean, why she's been nominated though? She's only in the movie for like twenty minutes, if I recall correctly. It didn't seem like she was in a lot. Um, I, I don't know. It just didn't. But well, she had, as far as that movie goes, she had the biggest role out of any other woman. Well, that's true. So I just, I'm telling you, my. Now that I've seen, see, I'm torn because there's Judah and the Black Messiah, there's Minari, Nomadland, and what's the other one I like? Uh, it's, sound of Metal. It's that, sound of Metal. Yeah, Lord, man. So it, this is going to be a hard, I'm, I'm good with any, you know, of course, watch. I haven't seen The Father or 
my rainies yet, so probably one of those will win. So, and I haven't seen them yet. So, no, you don't really have an excuse for not watching my rainy. No. no, and I should actually, I about to say, I should be able to watch it here because I've got time, plenty of time. So, um, and I've got a card that I can use to to rent um, the father. Although I really would like to have one a screening for it, but whatever. Um, so, um, the father is not uplifting at all. I that's, was gonna say it's not that's gonna be one right. of those. Well, to be, to be honest, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom is not uplifting either. Well, I could think you told me not, you didn't give me a lot of, well, you didn't give away anything, I don't think, but uh, it's, yeah. So, but it's all right. I mean, like you said, we gotta, we gotta plug through and watch it. So, um, if we're gonna talk about them. So, and I do wanna try to definitely have them watch before the, Oscars, so we can that production, our prediction, and and gut, and which one we really want to see win, and what we think will win. That would be interesting. What do you want to see win? But what do you think will win? So, um. So anyway, so so so, what's going on in Hollywood? Anything? Any news before I have to, I have to sign off here? But what's what's going on in Hollywood right now? Anything? Oh man, you caught me off guard with that. Um, you got to stay up on the news. I count on you for that. Outside, of course, let's just say, so sorry to hear about DMX. Are you able right, to right. And uh, um, I don't know if you knew this, but DMX was also a movie star. Yeah, I did. Yeah, and so he's definitely part of the part of the uh, entertainment industry. And very, very sad and unfortunate. I did not realize the man had fifteen children, but that's that's, that's here nor there. Um, you know. Uh, it's just very tragic uh, loss, um, especially at such a young age. So, um, hate to hear that. But, uh, so, I haven't heard anything else, though, as far as, like, his funeral arrangements or anything. Because he just died a couple of days ago, right? It's only been a couple of days. Yeah. He, um, he, was, he appeared in 19 movies with two on the way. Wow. God. Now, I knew he had been a movie. I did not realize he had been that he had that many to his credit. So it's the first movie he ever appeared in. He was the star. What? Which one was that one? Belly from nineteen ninety eight. I remember that. Okay, but what's the two he's got coming out? Um, there's a movie called uh, Fast Vengeance that's in post production, and a another movie called Dog Men that hasn't finished filming yet. Dog Man. I wonder what that's about. I don't know. That's I like that title. That sounds intriguing. So okay. Well, very very sad situation. Sorry to hear that. Um, you know that he's gone. So um, man. So anything? What else we got going on? Anything else? Give me just a second. Uh, what else you got going on while I'm looking up some? some Oh, let's see. Oh, I mean, that's one thing. I'm glad you said that because I started the new series tonight that is rough as a whole get out um, about a cartel situation. And I'm trying to figure out uh, it's zero, zero, zero on Prime Video. Have you heard anything about it? Never. Yeah, it's, uh, I think it came out last week. So fairly new. Uh, it's a 2021 thing. Um, what, and this is episode one. Um, season one, I guess. Who knows if it'll go for another season, another season or not? But yeah, it's um pretty intense right now uh, dealing with cocaine and uh, you know the um, 
mafia and drug family and it's, it's pretty intent. Um, I mean, I've only been, I'm only 45 minutes into it and already you got the grandson wanting to take out the grandfather and, and uh, they've already murdered somebody and fed somebody to a, a bunch of pigs. Um, yeah, it's 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 uh it's not a pleasant happy film or happy series so far. Um, so uh, I don't know. I don't know how it relates to Narcos because I think in their, in their show called Narcos, yeah, that's on Netflix. But um, but maybe this is kind of the Amazon Prime version of it. Oh, okay. but um, but it's it's it's. I mean, it's 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 definitely got the. You know, I've always liked gangster type movies too. So this is um, because we were talking about the classic, uh ultimate classic the godfather um but uh anyways i'm gonna i'm gonna give it a try so far so far i'm pretty intrigued um pretty much into it so um you uh yeah. you you still you told you hate star trek right oh my god oh. Uh, yeah I, I can't yeah well another another star trek movie no no <laughs> It's headed this way in 2023. Oh, no, no, oh, no. We don't, there's no need for that universe to exist. I, I just can't, oh, my gosh. I, I, there's nothing, I, I, I mean, you, I would have to be, that would probably be one of the torture things that people could do if I, if I was ever captured and tortured. If you were to force me and you put toothpicks in my eyelids and force me to watch Star Trek films, and the TV show, especially, I, that would be my torture. Now, you told me on the last episode that you admired J.J. Um, Abrams as a director, and he actually directed two Star Trek movies. I admire him. Yes, I like him as a director because he did the. I, I don't. I can't remember if he directed this or he produced it. Produced it, but Super Eight was an excellent, excellent film that definitely should have done better than it did. It's so underrated. I thought it was overrated. Oh, no, 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 no. That was such a swing back to the 80s. It was just uh, kind of like a Stranger Things version uh, film. If they ever make a sequel to that, I won't be watching. <laughs> well, it's not going to happen. So I don't, at least not that I'm aware of. So, um, uh, but he did do something else he did that I really liked. But no, I admire him. I just, I just don't like the fact that he, you know, I can't, I've not watched Star Trek, any, any of the Star Trek films. So I'm talking even going back to the Richard, uh, Ricardo Montalban, which was that wig was hideous. Um, and whatever character he played, I don't care. Um, any of those Star Treks, no. Wow. No. Oh, here's something, uh, something big in news is that, so, you know, after um, Chadwick Boseman passed away last year. Yeah. Marvel Studios announced that um, they weren't going to um, recast his character in the next Black Panther movie, but um, a, a fan petition has been started uh, to do exactly that. Uh, people are asking for them to recast the role of T'Challa, the uh, the Black Panther that we saw in the first movie. Mm -hmm. um, and I agree with them because... Um, Chadwick Boseman's passing was a tragedy, but that character is um, one of the most important uh, characters in movie well, history, I, to me, in my opinion. 
Yeah. I mean, I I I could see. I mean, um, it's, not, it's not it's not the same thing if you just uh, put another character if you just name another character as the new Black Panther. Right. It's kind well, of like 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 um, you know, um, Roger Moore passed away, Sean Connery passed away, but mm -hmm. still making James Bond movies. Well, that's yeah, that's true. That's true. Chris, Christopher Reeves is gone, and they still making Superman movies. Yeah, that's a good point. So, yeah, because the character, the character itself is such a vital, vital piece. So, yeah, and you know, in a way, it'll continually make it'll keep Chadwick Boseman's history alive as far as you know, as far as, far as that character keeps going on. You know, because he'll always be the first. And right, because nobody ever forgot that. Uh, nobody that ever saw. Sean Connery in a James Bond movie had forgot that he started it off. Right, exactly. No, that, that definitely is the case. So that's a very good point. So, huh? Um, well, so let's see. There, I don't know. I, I don't know. I haven't really read too much about anything celebrity-wise or Hollywood-wise this past week that's been outside of um, um, DMX's passing and trying to see. Oh, I'm going to have to mention this because, and this is kind of, that Maya Rudolph, I, and I just, I just have to say that I don't, you know, I don't watch Saturday Night Live that much anymore, but did you, by chance, because everybody has raved about it, did you by chance happen to see her performance, her portraying um, Beyonce on Saturday Night Live eating the, the hot chicken wings? No, nah, I missed that. I, <laughs> I don't even know how to describe that thing, but I'm going to tell you, it was, Maya Rudolph is just a comedic genius. I mean, she is just, and I haven't heard how Beyonce took to it, whether she liked it or not, but everybody, that, all the critics I saw just raved, and, and a lot of the fans I saw just, just, just went off on it about how funny it was, because that, that thing is just, I'm going to tell you, it, it's just incredible. I mean, it was just, it was brilliant. Um. Because I did read about that in the past week or so um, in Hollywood Entertainment about how that just caught everybody off guard about how funny it was. And like I said, I don't know how Beyonce took it, but um, uh, it was just crazy. And of course, Keenan Thompson played her hairdresser. Oh my God, that was just hysterical. Um, but outside of that, I don't know if anything, anything else exciting. Any, I'm trying to think about upcoming movie releases or anything. Coming did you out. like um, The Rise of Skywalker? That last Star Wars movie? I did, yeah. I did. There's a, there's a rumor that J.J. Uh, um, Abrams directed that movie. You know that, right? So oh, uh, there's okay. a rumor There's a rumor that... Uh, um, wait, wait, hold on a minute. Wait, wait, wait. So you're telling me that man directed... He has jumped into both sci-fi genres? Well, this is what I, this is what I heard. So he How? did... He, did uh, he directed his first Star Trek movie in two. It came out in 2009. Then he did a sequel that came out in 2013. So what I heard, the rumor was that he was offered um, to direct the, um, the upcoming Star Wars movie, which turned out to be The Force Awakens. But mm -hmm. he was told that he, he had to choose. He, they, they weren't going to, nobody wanted him, neither studio wanted him to be directing Star Wars and Star Trek at the same time. So he chose um, Star Wars. So, well, good choice. 
Yeah, so he ended up directing two Star Trek movies and two Star Wars movies. Wow. But the new the news is there's a rumor that there's a J.J. Abrams cut of The Rise of Skywalker that is close to four hours long. Oh. Kind of like, like the Snyder <laughs> you know, You know the Snyder cut is four hours long. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. you got to be kidding me. Uh um, I, would, I would watch it though. Oh, I are you kidding? Who are you telling? So I know you would. So, um, yeah, I think I'd be down with that. So, could we wait a minute? Didn't we go to the yeah, we went to the thing and saw that together, didn't we? Saw that in uh, yeah, last January. Yeah, yeah, oh, that was before the, all the whole pandemic crap happened to um, so um did your kids ever play with transformers no yeah don't tell me that if you tell me that another movie coming out you just edit it out right now <laughs> well, they, well, they, are, they are gonna do another transformers movie but it's not oh, i don't think it's on the I don't think it's on the schedule yet, but that's not the news that I was getting to. The I news mean, I was getting to about Transformers is that there's a um, a new toy of um, Optimus Prime, who's like the, the biggest hero in Transformers. Mm -hmm. it, it transforms on command by itself. So you're telling me... It transforms you can voice. You can put it right here and you can... Yes. Give it a command and it you can tell it. You can tell it to roll out, and it will turn into a truck and start rolling. Well, if, if you if, if you got anybody that you that you planning on getting one to getting one for somebody for Christmas or well, I was gonna say, can like you that, imagine what the you gonna have to shell out? You gonna have to shell out six hundred six ninety nine. Oh no, I wouldn't do that. No. Mm -hmm. No. It talks. It makes sounds. Yeah. No. Weapons. No, that's not. That's all right. So. And you can you can use your phone as a remote control. Yeah. No. It had better go fix me a glass of iced tea and bring it and roll and wheel it to me in my recliner before I pay that kind of money for something like that. No. Mm. Well, if somebody else makes the iced tea and puts it on top. <laughs> yeah. And then sets it and let it roll. And bring it to you. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well. All right, well, I got to head on out. I got to go get ready for my next day tomorrow. So, uh, any other, I'm trying to think if there's anything else. Got to keep our list. I've got to watch my two movies. No, more than that, I got the two best picture films. I got the shorts, I got the international film. Got to watch the things you told me about. So, um, I'm hoping to catch up on a lot of this stuff. It'd be nice if I could get a lot of it caught up on by the weekend. I need to watch something one day, something once a night. So you, you, can, you can knock them those uh, shorts out uh, pretty quick because they're yeah, like I told you, they're um, the longest ones that I saw were. That's not bad at all. So yeah, I could do that. And feeling through the one about the um, blind guy is. Um, I don't even think that's a half hour long. God, that's, I, I will say that's incredible, though. I mean, that's that's really putting it to the test. I mean, unbelievable. So, all right. Well, this is a good talk. So, um, 
if I think of anything else. Oh, I got, I got something. This, this kind of, it's a little old, but I do have some uh, Eddie Murphy news. Oh. So, Eddie Murphy Which, said. Of course, I've not watched Coming to America 2. Of course, that's on my list as well. But anyway, so I digress. So. Well, so, you know, it took um, 30, 33 years for the sequel to, uh, <laughs> to come okay. out. Okay. Um, and Eddie Murphy's told, he said that he has an idea for a third movie, but that he wouldn't want to, he wouldn't want to make it until he's 75 years old. Oh my God. What so be, that would be 15 years from now. Uh, oh, he's older than me? I didn't realize he was older than me. He's 60 years old? Yeah. Wow. I didn't know that. So, okay. Huh. Um, well, if he and you know, hey, uh, more power to him if he can if he can make it. Go ahead. Hopefully, he'll be around that long. So, because he is, he's. I have to give him credit. He's a comedic genius as well. So, um, and I've heard people say that. I've heard. I've heard mixed on it. I've heard some say it's hysterical. I've heard some say yes, it's funny, but it's not nowhere near as funny as the original. It's not. Um. So, but my brother-in-law, who absolutely just loves it, um, he was going to watch it. I haven't gotten to the. I need to ask him, and because he was. He's a huge fan of the original. I mean, just he can quote so many lines from that movie. It's just ridiculous. So, um, and I'll have to ask him what his what his thoughts are. So, it, yeah, I, I don't think it, the sequel does this does the franchise justice. See, and I wonder, did it actually get released to theaters too, or did it just go straight to? It went straight to streaming, didn't it? It was supposed to go to theaters, but because of the, the theater shut down, they sold it to... Uh, See, and I just don't understand how they're making their money back by going streaming. I just don't get it. Well, the studio made their money because Amazon paid them a bunch of money for it, for the rights sure, to it. Sure, sure, yeah, for the rights to it, yeah. But how are the stream? how is Amazon, how is Netflix, how is Hulu, how are these places making money off of... They're banking on, the streaming platforms are banking on... Um, Subscribers. subscribers paying them uh, however much they charge per month. Well, okay. Well, they think they can do it. And I'm going to tell you, speaking of which, I tell you, he was really got improved before I renew, even though it's extended out to, I think, July. But Apple TV has some good stuff, but they have got to really step their game up. I don't know if they're going to stay around. I've heard a rumor that they're not going to, they're not going to keep it around. Um, the only good, the only, um, Good movie I heard about on Apple TV was um, Greyhound. Greyhound was good. Cherry's playing on there. I do want to watch. Oh, that. Uh, the banker. The bankers. Um, the bankers is on there, and that's on my to watch list. Servant. I've watched that with. Uh, what? Uh, M Night Shyamalan, whatever his name is. Um, What's the name? Not, uh, Sir, well, I call it Servant. It's Servant, I guess. S E R V A N T. It's creepy. It gets a lot. It's gotten a lot of good reviews. There's a lot of critical. Um, I never heard. Uh, it's it's a kind of a suspense, supernatural type crazy thing. It's it's pretty good. So, um, uh, but it's just that they don't have a lot of. It's just not a lot there. So and now you know tomorrow, Apple has a big um, announcement at I think twelve o'clock p.m. our time where they're starting to do a stream of some news. I had heard that they're coming out with an Apple thirteen. I, uh, uh, iPhone version 13 supposed to be coming out, um, which will be interesting. So maybe they'll mention stuff about the other stuff too, including Apple TV Plus. But uh, 
Yeah, they got to step up to the game, keep up with the other ones, because it's just nowhere near. You just don't have the selection um, like you do with the other ones. So, are you? Uh, what what movies are you looking forward to? That are, uh, what big movies that are coming out? Are you? Well, going that's to the thing. Out? I haven't. I don't know. I haven't heard. I have not you, heard of anything. Are you going to check out uh, Mortal Kombat? No. 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 That. Nope. Mm-mm. I mean, since you since you watched. Uh, Kongzilla, I I don't put anything past you nowadays. Yeah, um, in fact, they've already I see they already got tickets for sale. But no, to uh, so see. Oh, I do want to see um, a quiet. What is it? A quiet place too. Yeah, that comes out. There's, in there's something coming out called In the Earth in a couple of days, but I've never even heard of that. That sounds like a horror movie. Me. That's what it sounds like. Opens in three days. Um, something else coming out together, together. Wrath. No, I, uh, what I my information says in the Earth comes out on the twenty third. Oh, this thing on Regal says it comes out on the sixteenth. I haven't even heard of it. Uh, I did see. I've seen Angelina Jolie has a movie coming out. Those who wish me dead, but I don't know what that's about. Peter Rabbit too. Run away. No. No. Nope. Uh, Fast and Furious 9, F9. No, don't want to nope. see that. What about, um, I want to see Without Remorse. I, yeah, I, I definitely want to see that. Snake Eyes, what is that? That opens up in 101 days, July 23rd. That's, that's a, that's a G.I. Joe movie. Oh, okay. No. No, that's, I don't know of anything in, other than A Quiet Place too. I don't know of anything right now that's, you know, too big on my list. So, Do you watch Saw movies? Watch what? Saw, Saw movies. The Saw franchise? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. They got a movie coming out next month. I, really? I hadn't heard anything about that. So, hmm. Yeah, uh, it's called Spiral. It's uh, the sto- Chris Rock actually came up with the story, and he's going to start. Oh, that, y- yes, and that is, that's that. I saw that trailer on. I went and saw um, not Chaos Walk. Wait a minute, we did see that with Chaos Walking. That was a, that was one of the trailers. Oh, it was. Yeah, or maybe it was when I went and saw that. What was the last movie I told you I went and saw at the theater? The um, Curve, yeah. yeah. But I, I, I do. Yeah. I did you ever? Did you did you talk about the Courier on the show? Oh, and sp- speaking of which, no, but we do need to touch on that real quick because I'm, you know. Cause you, cause you were um, bashing all over, being the coming batch for the Mauritanian. I liked. I think that both performances. It's not that they're similar. Well, they're they're similar in the fact that there's two, the two people are you know imprisoned. Um, I do think that the courier though actually was in hindsight. And I'm not, I can't remember how what my review of it was and how, what I said, but it, it it is good. It is good. I don't. I think that the lead actor in the uh, other film uh, did a brilliant job. I thought he was excellent. Yeah. Um, and then Benedict Cumberbatch, he did a great job, especially there at the end, the latter part. I that it, no, that, that was an also great film. In fact, I see where there's a contest out to get free tickets if you want to watch it online again. Um, but um, and I started before that too today. But I'm like, well, I don't know if you wanted to watch it again or not. But of course, you. Already, you talking about the Mauritania? Yeah, 
already watched no, no, it. No, 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 The Courier, The Courier. I'm good. That's all I want. Yeah, so, and I've seen like it. Now. But, um, no, I thought it was a very good film. I, I didn't um, – did you like it better than The Mauritanian? No, no, no. I thought it was good, but it, I don't think it was better than. Yeah, Martin. I don't think it was better than Mauritania either. So, I mean, it was really good, but um, no. But I do think that Benedict Cumberbatch did a great job. He, he, I, and I just didn't hear a lot of noise about his um, performance. It was the twenty twenty film. Was that a twenty twenty film or twenty twenty one film? I think it was a twenty twenty one movie. Okay, maybe that's why he's nothing. Because I don't know. I mean, I, I, I could almost see him being considered for an Oscar for that. Um, because of how well he did, but um, but no, it was probably, that movie's probably because see that's going to be eligible for next year's Oscars, and it's probably going to get lost in the shuffle. Oh, I'm sure, don't you know? I mean, I mean, especially when you release it here at this time. I mean, people are gonna forget about that thing. Yeah, it came out in March. Okay, so yeah, it'll be it'll be they'll the members will have forgotten about it. It'll get it'll get it'll get lost in the shuffle. So, but anyway, so. Uh, huh. Oh, um, there's a, I got a movie for you. Check out um, uh, The Friend. It stars Casey Eflett. Our Friend. It's called Our Friend. Hmm. So. Don't, don't read up on it. But did he, is it, okay. Well, you, you, yeah, you can read it. It doesn't have a twist. It's about a, yeah. uh, it's about a couple who, um, Wife uh, is diagnosed with cancer, and uh, oh, a guy that they're friends with, um, he, it, you know, it's about their marriage and his friendship to them, and how they cope with all that. I'm surprised he. Um, I, I'm just really shocked that he actually got something made there with all the controversy around him supposedly having all this, you know, sexual harassment and stuff around him. But that was. Well, that might have, that might have gone over because he already has two movies out this year. Oh, well, then I guess it has. So, yeah, because that was back in, like, 2017. So, yeah. but, wow. All right. <clears throat> okay, dope. Well, I'm crashing. So, um, crash and burn. I'm trying to think of anything else. If it is, we need to pick up on it. So, did we, did you finish editing the last episode? Yeah, I put it out today. You ain't see it. No, are you kidding me? Yeah. Of course, I, I'll look it up and see, but anyway, cool. All right, that sounds good. All right, <clears throat> well, that's excellent. So um, I'll try to catch up with you in, in the, within the next week or so, and let's try to keep it moving. So I want to definitely get more, you know, every bit counts. So, all right, man. Well, I appreciate you calling me back. Like I said, when I when I got your voice, or I didn't. I said, well, I'll just you know he'll call me back. He sees I try to reach him. So and I just I've yeah. I, when you when you called me, I was eating ice cream. Oh, <laughs> well, I was laying across the bed. I I laid across the bed for about an hour, which is unusual for me because I was feeling so queasy and so sick all of a sudden. I don't know what it was, and I and that's when I was like, oh, God, I hope I don't have haven't been exposed to anybody or anything, but um. But I'm feeling a little bit better, so but I'm definitely gonna crash for the night. So get ready for tomorrow. So uh, I'm gonna keep watching away, and you do the same. And you come across anything good, let me know. So uh, yeah, I got some recommendations for you. Um, if you do get queasing, you're stuck in the bed. You need you can uh, <laughs> spend time watching um, Flora and Ulysses. It's on Disney Plus. 
Laura and Lissy's. Okay. It is a. It's good for the whole family. It's about a little girl who um, she saves a squirrel. A squirrel gets sucked up into a vacuum cleaner. And she, oh. she, she saves his life by giving him CPR. And then she finds out that uh, he has superpowers. But it's not. Oh, it's not. You get listen, listen, listen. It's not one of those movies where we're talking animals. He can't talk. Yeah. Okay. But he is super strong. And he um, he can fly, but what what pulled you into that? This what? this squirrel looks real the whole time. It doesn't look like a CGI squirrel. I was gonna say, please, Lord, it's amazing. Lord. It's like you're thinking to yourself, how if you didn't know CGI existed, you wouldn't understand. You'd be like, how did they get a squirrel to do all? You do what it's doing. Yeah. Wow. I'm okay. Laura yeah. and Ulysses. I'll have no, to Flora. I'll, Flora. F L O R A. A Flora and Ulysses. Okay. Well, that might be something I have to watch for the girls. So with my grandkids. So I bet they yeah, the whole it. family can watch this movie. Nice. Well, we need we need more of that because I'm telling you, some of the stuff I've seen lately, I'm just like, God. But anyway, all right. Well, that sounds good. Thank you for the recommendation, and um, we'll try to catch up here. Catch up here soon because I want to get some of these other films watched. And oh, I got I got another one for you. This one you cannot watch with the girls. <laughs> there's uh, a there's a show uh, on Amazon called Them. Oh, that's the other one I meant. To, yes, it's the talk of the town. Oh, I meant to, that. How did I even ever not mention that tonight? Because especially since I've been on Amazon. Okay, um, yeah, I'm gonna have to watch that. Um, but I am sure that that's definitely not child friendly. So, nah, it's rough. It's 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 got a, some some graphic violence. Oh, okay. All right. Well, that's on my list to watch. I got. I met I clicked it tonight on my phone to do the watch list. So, um, I added quite a few things, in fact, um, to my watch list on Netflix, HBO Max, and and it's uh, also a, a period piece. It's uh, set in the late 40s and the early oh 90s. i thought it was modern time okay no, late wow. 40s and, and early 1950s oh this is gonna be rough i know oh god okay all right I think, well, that's, I think that's all i got for you all right well that sounds great so all right man well, i appreciate it so take care of yourself i'll be up i'll be in touch with you soon so all right um like I, said, I posted that episode early today so check it out excellent all right sounds good i'll check it out all right all right talk to you later all right bye all right fully cinematic